Welcome to the Exam Study Expert Podcast, helping you ace your exams at school and university through the psychology of high performance and the science of studying smarter, not harder. It's my pleasure to introduce your host, the Cambridge-trained memory psychologist and exam success coach, William Wadsworth. Hello and welcome to the Exam Study Expert podcast and to this final instalment in our current series of episodes of Student Stories, which has been in broadcasting on alternate weeks for the past month or two. For the first time on the podcast, we've been hearing from real students telling their real stories of how they put all the principles and strategies we talk about here on the podcast into action to get real results on real courses. So I basically went from a C student, so getting a grade C in maths, to getting an A. If that voice sounds familiar, it's Australian high schooler Rose, a long-time listener of the podcast, who we heard from in episode 69. We had that conversation over a year ago now, and it came at what for her was a pretty pivotal moment in terms of upgrading her mindset and her study strategies to try and improve her results at school. As you can hear from that clip a moment ago, she's had some pretty impressive success with it. So I caught up with her one year on from episode 69 to find out how the turnaround was going for her and how had she done it. And so what would her advice be to others who are trying to level up and improve their game at school, college, university and more? Towards the start of this episode, we talked quite a bit about maths, uh, as that had been her particular weak point. But all the principles she's talking about in terms of mindset shifts could apply just as much to really any area of your studies, or indeed your life, that you're finding challenging and want to grow and level up in. So we began our conversation today by asking her to take us back to 12 months previously. So take us back uh, 12 months in time to kind of about the time we recorded episode 69 and just remind us how things were going for her at that time 12 months previously. I was not in a good place mentally. Like I was just very drained. Um, I think I'd burnt out a bit. And education wise, um, I really had a bad attitude towards maths so at that time, my English, um, I considered was more of my strength, but I'd have, you know, previously so many negative experiences with maths. So maths as a subject was always a very, a very big weakness. So I was, yeah, currently, currently in that time period, um, just my mindset towards maths um, was, you know, wavering. I didn't really have much faith in it. I wanted to unpick a little bit about what you think made the difference. So what what changed? Perhaps let's first talk about what changed about the way you think and what was kind of in your mind. Like you talked about mindset for maths, for example. You know, again, if you're kind of advising yourself 12 months ago, like what are the big things you think made the biggest difference in terms of your mindset? Um, well, I basically had a whole mindset change in terms of how I viewed uh, math, so my attitude towards math had to change. And if I would have gone back um, and kind of analysed what what actually really changed, yeah, it really came down to my attitude towards math. So um, how I viewed the topic and the you know the emotions around maths and how I felt. Um, when, you know, I sat down to do problems or I actually, you know, doing study for those um, upcoming exams, 
Um, and during the maths class, um, I really had to change how I, you know, how I felt about maths um, first before I could actually um, improve on maths. So it started, it started in primary school, I think, when, you know, my teachers, um, I'd experienced some past um, really negative just events with some teachers, whether it was, you know, my teachers were traveling too fast and I couldn't keep up. Um, and then sitting down each night at, you know, the dinner table with my parents and trying to desperately solve um, problems and not being able to get over them for hours, just that um, alone really stuck with me. Um, and I do think teachers have such a huge um, impact on, you know, your learning journey and, you know, the classroom atmosphere really matters as well. So with that being already embedded into, you know, how I viewed maths, when I reached high school, I just didn't have those, um, I just really didn't have that, you know, appetite for learning maths as a topic. So when I woke up, when I had that light bulb moment, I realized that um, I couldn't define maths and I couldn't define how I viewed maths based on any of my teachers or how I, you know, any of my experiences with maths beforehand. So I had to completely separate all of the other circumstances um, with maths and just focus on um, maths. I began to do, um, I began to solve problems each day, um, whether that was maybe for only five minutes, I would solve a problem and then I would, I would try to feel that accomplishment from solving at least one, you know, one problem, even if it was for just that tiny amount of time. Um, and then I basically just built up just a better attitude towards maths. So at that moment, I gave myself a goal to basically um, get to the top of the class. And instead of being in this negative mindset when I was doing maths, I would try to tell myself to basically see it as you know, every mistake that I make is ultimately a success. I thought that every time I, you know, failed to solve a, a problem, um, it was a really negative feeling. So I had to basically change how I felt about not being able to solve, a, you know, a problem or saying that like I failed and actually being okay with that. So I had to really normalize that f at first. Yeah. Um, so from there, I I just began to complete more questions um, and I think a lot of students struggle with maths because to improve, um, you have to cover so much material and it becomes um, so overwhelming to even, you know, to find a space or a place to begin. So I found that by doing just a section each night, even, you know, a small section was just a step forward um, in a positive way as well. So by the end of the year, I had, you know, subconsciously been just trying my hardest to basically, you know, look at my mistakes as a way to succeed um, and being kind to myself um, to turn that negative um, emotion of, you know, failure into a positive emotion. I, I really think that was kind of the base of where it changed. Yeah. That's that's amazing that you, you've been able to, to accomplish that. There's an expression I'd I like to share, which is when something undesirable happens, make a mistake, you fail something, you have a disappointment of some kind, big or small. The phrase is, well, what can I learn from this? Or what is this designed to teach me? 
So that sounds very much like kind of your attitude, how you're approaching things, perhaps something didn't go the way you wanted in solving a problem, but well, okay, what was that designed to teach me? You know, it teaches me how to perhaps push through next time or, you know, whatever it is, uh, as you were saying, just that kind of positive attitude to, you know, things might not always go your, your way. It might still be some struggles along the way, but staying positive and maybe just having a bit more fun with it, seeing it as like more of a playful challenge, maybe. Yeah. I definitely think that my perspective of maths became much less critical um, and I felt like I had to first work on improving my my self-confidence um, when actually working on maths um, because it's so easy to, you know, cut yourself down um, as soon as you get, you know, a problem wrong or you're unable to solve it. My mindset went from, you know, incredibly hard um, I'm not going to be able to do this. It went from a sense of hopelessness to a sense of, you know, trying to see the problem in a way that myself would gain a better understanding and persistence, even if I didn't solve the problem. So just playing around with um, a couple of the, co- like, you know, topics and a couple of the concepts and just, yeah, looking at maths in a much much less kind of analytical and like, you know, critical way really worked for me. It sounds like quite a big and very powerful shift in mindset. Did it kind of happen overnight or was it sort of a gradual process? Was there a light bulb moment that you can remember? Or like, I'm curious, can you, what do you remember about how that came about? Um, Well, at first it definitely didn't pop up and I became an entirely different person overnight. Um, Definitely not. I think really it was, a light bulb moment that kind of changed my way of viewing maths was more the perspective of like, you know, hang on, I'm actually not like failing here. There's still time. I've still got like motivation. I think my light bulb moment was really about the fact that there was a bigger picture and that I wasn't completely just out. Like I hadn't failed. Um, It was more the fact that my mindset needed to change. Um, And from there, I think each time I did maths and each time, you know, I completed a problem or I covered a topic, even, you know, that small success of getting a question right after trying and um, practicing it, that was the gradual change. I think I changed my mindset and my motivation improved every time I actually then applied myself to um, a maths problem um, or during an exam, it wasn't overnight, obviously, but <laughs> for me, but it was just over that time of, you know, months of dedication, practice, work, um, and seeing, seeing maths in a positive, um, in a positive light that really changed um, my overall results. The sort of the two sides feed off each other a little bit, the mindset you've got and the successes you have, you know, a, a tiny shift in mindset and being that little bit more willing to, to push through um, and and face up to things means you might start to slowly get a few more right in homework assignments or in tests and exams, and that in turn feeds your confidence that oh I can start to I can start to change I can start to improve and so you put in that little bit more effort you have that bit more confidence and so your results kind of get better and it sort of spirals upwards from there. Yeah, yeah, it was definitely a lot of the time maths in general as a subject can be. Um, you know, many students' weaknesses. Um, And I think that's mainly because 
of the dedication and the mindset you have um, when applying yourself to maths can be very um, hard to keep up and um, hard to um, maintain throughout study because um, it is practice, practice, practice. And the mindset to actually continue to, you know, dedicate and apply yourself, it's not always just going to be there. Like you have to, some days you're, you're going to have setbacks and you will have failures, but I think it's, you know, how you pick yourself up and how you respond to those failures is ultimately what, what really changed. Yeah. And tell us a little bit about the results you've, you've got from it all. So, so where are you today in terms of your, your kind of how things are going at school and, and where you are with maths in particular, but, but also in general, like let's celebrate your, your kind of the wins that you've had along the way. <laughs> so I basically went from a C student. So getting a grade C in maths to getting an A this semester. Wow. <laughs> so I, I really didn't think it would happen. I'm a bit surprised still. But I moved up at the start of year 10 and I moved from my original class and I moved into a higher class and I began to um, study for my upcoming um, end of year exams. And in those end of year exams, I did really well and I got, <laughs> well, I got um, a really good grade. But um, moreover, um, I got into that class and I got the opportunity and I have the opportunity at the moment to do advanced maths or even potentially extension maths for my HSC in year 12. So this year put me on the stream and gave me the opportunity to do that stream of maths in my um, HSC, which is basically um, huge for me um, because a lot of universities require advanced maths at least. There are still a lot of universities which don't, but for the universities that I ideally want to um, get into and study in, I think band four in advanced maths is a requirement, but even in itself, advanced maths is a requirement. So yeah, I've got the opportunity to do that now. That's fantastic. That's fantastic. What would 12 months ago Rose have to say about all this? <laughs> what would she think? I'm not even sure that would have been a expected I had really high goals for myself, but I never really expected to to overtake them. That's fantastic. That's fantastic. We talked quite a bit about mindset and what changed over the last 12 months, particularly with respect to your mindset towards maths. I was, I was curious, is there anything else you've done differently, perhaps beyond mindset in terms of study techniques or study methods that you feel might have contributed to your success? Yeah, beforehand, when I'd passed year nine, year nine me, was um, I think using a lot of um, the study techniques that you'd actually recommended on your podcasts. And I found that over over these past months, I've used quite a few. I obviously, like I had techniques that didn't work for me um, specifically, but I also found that others really did. So I began to research into study interval training where you um you review your topic or your subject content over a period of time. Um, time blocking, using flashcards all really worked for me. And I began to really develop um, that high school student mentality, which improved my overall grades um, with the consistency of studying by using um, those multiple techniques 
over the periods of months um, leading up to exams. And I feel like those, I really developed um, the attitude to um, studying. Um, And I think it was more a lot of the time being really diligent and also using them over and over again. That repetition and that practice um, really helped me. Yeah, definitely. So your kind of favorite way to learn information, flashcards? Yeah, I think um, flashcards and also like online and digital websites as well as that. So of of course, um, in terms of maths, um, what really helped me was practice just to, you know, sit down, um, get through um, at least, you know, a bit of content and just, you know, use up your, you know, workbooks and um, just attempt as many questions as you could, as I could. But also, yeah, using um, study palm cards to remember formulas. And I also remember talking a bit about like, you know, Pomodoro, um, so timed um, study intervals to help with my focus and yeah, taking just regular breaks between those intervals to just really push myself, but also to ensure that I wasn't burning myself out and I didn't um, make my study, you know, make my study a negative environment or, you know, make it a negative um, event that I had to go through. Yeah. 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 I really think like all the techniques used and my mindset um, really developed and they're also, you know, obviously intertwined. So I kind of really developed both of those a lot during those past couple of months um, leading up to the exam. That's fantastic. Yeah. Regular breaks, whether you do sort of Pomodoro and sort of time yourself or not, works for some people, others don't like it so much. Um, whether you do that or not, I think that the discipline of having regular breaks to make sure you're maintaining your focus and energy is super, super important for anybody. And yeah, flashcards are fantastic. Not the only way, but a fantastic way to do retrieval practice, pulling information out of your memory, testing yourself and what you know. And uh, and you're able to space that out over time. So as you were saying, uh, come back to it at spaced intervals. Definitely. I like everything works for everyone in the way that you won't be able to find one student who uses the exact same study techniques or mindset towards you know another student, each student has, you know, a variety of different techniques that work for them. I think it's just finding, you know, what works for you. And, you know, even for myself, like finding how I learned and how I took in material and surrounding that, um, my mindset, and then also my practices and my habits, and really getting to know, you know, the student version of myself um, really helped me during that time of improvement. And I think that like, also having other um, having other friends that also shared the same goals as you and you know were also as motivated to get to their goals really helped um, really helped me during that time. So I actually did move friend groups after that period of time and I created like you know a study group. Um, I had study friends who really also pushed me as well. So it was just you know this combination of you know your podcast, my change in mindset, that change in, um, you know, who, who I placed myself around, um, how I thought of myself and how I also thought of maths, which really ultimately led me to the results I have today, um, which I'm ultimately so grateful for. That's fantastic. It's so interesting you mentioned friends as well, actually, because it's not something I talk about much, but I totally agree. It's a massive part of success at school and, and, and university. There's a 
well-known phrase, we are the average of the five people we spend the most time with. And if the five people you hang out with most don't really care about school, perhaps it's not going to help you on your journey as much as if you were surrounding yourself, as it sounds like you've done, with people that really care and are going to work together and push each other and and you know share the journey together. Yeah, definitely. Just having my friends, you know, there each day um, also made school, um, you know, such a such a positive place. And I developed that mindset as well. I keep on going back to mindset, but um, you know, the importance of you know, having a healthy mindset and yeah, the people who surround you, surround yourself with, um, really do affect that. I, yeah, I also really want to emphasize like after I had, I had that light bulb moment and I decided I'd like to change. I found that my motivation to change as a student came from a lot of different sources. So including, um, my social circle, um, including, you know, your podcasts, my attitude towards maths and I also had I have them now at the moment um in front of me I began to stick up um quotes from books I began to write lists um reasons my goals um and I stuck them up onto my wall and I just surround my room basically with all of this you know really positive um motivation that I have kind of kept since which also really, you know, really pushed me to to work just a little harder each day. Well, I also think like, oh, while that isn't actually like a um a study technique, it is a really huge like motivation. Um, that really did help with how I motivated myself and my mindset towards school and maths. Definitely. So we've talked about how you approach failure and kind of pushing through and, and and not beating yourself up too much. We talked about some of the study techniques you're using, so flashcards, uh, perhaps digital flashcards as well, uh, spaced learning, uh, retrieval practice, being consistent, taking regular breaks. Uh, we talked about your social circles. We talked about making sure your room itself, you know, thinking about your reasons why, having them on the wall, your clear goals on the wall, as well as kind of motivational quotes that inspire you. Are there any other tips or tricks that you feel have been particularly helpful for you over the last year or so? Yeah. So as well as that, I think at the end of the day, I really began to view um, just how how much I wanted to get to my goal and how much I wanted to improve. I really thought that at the end of the day, the change needs um, needed to come with like, you know, from within my control, it was within my willpower. And I think inside me that really needed to ultimately change first. And um, to start that, I basically knew that I had to change multiple different um, aspects of my life. So I think that um, one of the main tips and tricks that would kind of help other students um, who maybe are in, and were in my situation, that it isn't just multiple, you know, little steps. It becomes a, um, a lifestyle that you actually, you know, have to change. And it's that lifestyle that ultimately led me to kind of, you know, to achieve the grades and the results that I have now. So I think it's more seeing seeing the process as like this long journey. It's not really, you know, you don't get there and, you know, over a few nights. It's definitely, you know, being patient, being diligent um, and just having that constant persistence, reminding yourself why, how and constantly having, you know, your tools equipped 
um, and that mindset with you, um, that's going to actually get you there. Yeah, I think that's great. Rose, what are your goals next in academia? You've mentioned goals. You've mentioned university plans. T- tell me a little bit more. What, what are you hoping is going to happen over the next few years? Well, I'm hoping that um, these next few years will be filled with um, you know, challenges that I can overcome. And ultimately, I would like to study at uni um, and I would like to take a higher stream of maths. But I think Personally, just to become, my goals are probably just to become really confident um, in maths. And I think I, I am still on the journey and I always will be on the journey to, you know, to learning to love maths and to really dedicate myself and to apply myself to my studies is, you know, one of my main goals. And Rose, we wish you every success. Thanks for being so generous with your experiences here on the show. There's a lot for us all to learn there. And with that, we have now wrapped up this current student stories series, at least for now. It's, it's been getting pretty strong listener numbers. So I've been assuming lots of you have been enjoying it. So I may well look to record more student story interviews to bring you on the podcast in future. On which note, if you have a story you would like to share here on the show, a story of success, of putting ideas you've heard on the podcast into action, uh, please do drop me an email at william at examstudyexpert.com. Don't be shy, I'd love to hear from you and tell your story. And remember, if you'd like personalised help and support in your learning journey, I'm available for hire as your exam success and study strategy coach and mentor, helping you find the easier way to succeed at school, college and in professional exams. The diary for coaching appointments is getting increasingly full these days, so please do inquire while slots remain to avoid disappointment. Uh, you can find out more about how it all works and how to take the next step today by visiting examstudyexpert.com forward slash coaching. That's examstudyexpert.com forward slash coaching. For now, though, I just wanted to take a moment to thank you for listening today and to this student story series as a whole and to wish you, as always, every success in your studies. Wasn't that wonderful? If you're feeling inspired, why not leave us a rating and a review in your podcast app? It would make our day. Thanks again for listening and see you soon.